Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. I want to welcome everyone to today's edition of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in Northern Colorado with you on this Tuesday afternoon, evening. It depends where you're at in the nation because we have people all over the country that are listening and tuned in right now to Calvary Live. So I, I'm so glad that you've taken the time, you've chosen to to listen to the program, and I invite you to call in at that number that was just given to you, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. So welcome on this Tuesday, the 20th of December, as uh, I want to welcome all the Grace FM listeners along the Front Range here in Colorado, uh, as most of the country is getting ready for a very strong Arctic blast coming into the middle of the country. Uh, I've gotten a prayer request that we pray for those who are going to be traveling because people are going to be leaving right now. And and this uh, Arctic front coming in is going to impact a lot of our nation and traveling is going to be difficult. Uh, Just be careful. If you're driving, uh, take those precautions you need to. Uh, Be sure to check out the forecast that's ahead of you. Uh, Take extra precautions and care and your time in going. Get some blankets, everything like that. Be safe. We want you to come home safely. Um, And then also uh, those of you uh, who are receiving visitors uh, as well, because people are on the move right now, we want to pray for them as well. So, Father, we do pray for those who are going to be traveling as we find ourselves just a few days before Christmas and we have uh, this polar front coming in and much of the nation is going to be under sub-zero temperatures and dangerous uh, wind uh, chills. And uh, Lord, um, I just pray for those right now who are going to be traveling, that you keep them safe. Those who are expecting family, friends coming in, that you would keep them safe as well. And Lord, just protect everyone that right now is listening and lifting up their loved ones. And uh, Lord, they, they would have a wonderful visit and that they would be able to uh, just um, just uh, be safe as they travel and taking the extra precaution that they need to. And we just pray this in Jesus' name. So again, welcome everyone to today's program. 303-690-3000 will get you to me to ask your questions and to give your prayer requests. That's the call-in number. So there is another way for you to be able to communicate a question or a prayer request, and that is the text line 720-336-0897. So again, not only welcome all you listening live on Grace FM to uh, radio stations uh, from Pueblo and Fountain and Colorado Springs, um, down in southern Colorado, but up in northern Colorado, a powerful signal up into southern Wyoming and the Panhandle of Nebraska, 89.7 welcome. And also want to welcome all those listening on Radio by Grace. What a blessing it has been that you guys have joined our Calvary Life family, many stations across the nation. And so uh, we just want to, uh, again, uh, just uh, express our appreciation that we get to 
talk with you. We get to encourage you. We, we get to hear from you. So a Radio by Grace, and then also those who are listening online, uh, you are listening live as well. Anywhere in the country, that number works, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And uh, give me a call. Love to hear from you. And then also, those of you who are week delayed, th- that just simply means that you get to call and talk to me and then listen to it later on your radio network. That includes Hope FM and Truth FM on the East Coast and Higher Rock Radio as well. So welcome. Give me a call if you have time. I'd uh, love to talk with you. Love to encourage you. That's what Calvary Live is really all about, to just bless you and giving you answers from the Word of God to encourage you to talk about real-life issues that are difficult. And so I'd love for you to call. we got a couple open lines. Right now we're going to go down south to Alabama to Sydney. Sydney? Yes, Pastor. How you doing? I'm doing good. Oh, God bless You're... you, Pastor. My son. Thank you. Uh, God hand, uh, he always hands a prayer, but this time I see it in my face. My son walked to me and told me that he... He know that God is protecting him, so I never heard that before. That's the first time. Yeah, that's good. And you know, we're praying for your family, Sydney, and for God's protection. And He is, you know, one of the things that you might do in ministering to your son is that um, He, you know, read the Psalms to him. And David talks a lot about how the Lord is his refuge. The Lord is his protector. The Lord is the strong tower. And I think that as you do that, Sydney, it's just going to be a tremendous, tremendous blessing uh, to uh, your son. And so we're going to continue to pray for your family and um, and just praise the Lord for uh, your son just uh, desiring to, to, as he expresses these things, of the Lord working in his life. Because, you know, that's, that's a great... Uh, um, comment that you made in, in just being uh, comforted knowing that he's moving forward uh, in the things of the Lord. Because uh, a lot of people, they think, you know, does God really protect me or does God really work in my life? And when he expresses that, you know, God is, uh, he's praying for God to protect him. He senses God is protecting him. He knows that that relationship with him is very, very real. So I appreciate you letting me know about that. So we'll pray for them. Okay, Sydney. He told me, I don't need no gun. I don't need no... God is protecting me. He is protecting him. So I'm glad to, to to hear you say that. So, Father, I just pray for Sydney. I just pray that um, you would just continue to minister to his family. That, Lord, as he, Sydney, has opportunity to speak truth into their lives, as we have been praying for Sydney and his family, that they would understand this, that they don't need to go by the ways of the world, um, and and give themselves to to the anger and wrath and all of that, but to look to you to be their refuge, their strength, uh, for you to be their protector in every way, and to tr- trust um, you with their lives. So, Lord, I thank you. You're doing that work. I pray that you continue to help Sydney just speak truth into his uh, family's life and members and to his son, and that, Lord, that there would be a peace that would come in their lives, there would be a comfort, and Lord, there would be uh, acknowledging that you are working and desire to work with them, and that you want to guide them in every way, every day, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey, Merry Christmas, Sydney. Yeah, thank you, Pastor. You bet. God bless you. All right. We have open lines, 303 690 
is the call-in number to text line 720-336-0897. Always good to hear from you guys, but Radio by Grace, uh, such a tremendous blessing. Um, we are only a few days away from Christmas Eve, as you know. This is uh, the Tuesday before uh, churches uh, have their Christmas Eve services, Christmas services on Sunday. And I just want to remind you once again that it's not too late to minister to somebody this Christmas season, to invite them out to one of those services. I think that people are more open to go to service at any other time of the year. It, you know, they're, they're more open to go to a Christmas Eve service or a Christmas service. So invite them. Many churches are having extra services, uh, providing those services on Christmas Eve, even Christmas morning. And so pray about how you might minister to someone to come and hear the great news that Jesus Christ was born 2,000 years ago, and light came to the darkness. And a Savior was born that will be great tidings of great joy to all people, a Savior born in Bethlehem to save us. He came to this world to for a purpose of dying for our sins, so they get to hear the gospel, and we get to bring that to them. So minister to them, talk to them about the real reason for Christmas, why we celebrate it, and just love to uh, just, um, you know, uh, just be able to tell you what Jesus means to me, what Christmas really means to me. Those are things that we get to be able to do, especially as we're finishing things up uh, at work, we're finishing school, uh, all these things to take the time to do that and to also pray about, Lord, how is it that you want to use me in this new year that's coming up? How how is it that, that I can... Uh, Lord, just uh, be a blessing to others. And and I think that's a good thing to consider as we find ourselves at Christmas and into the new year. we got all open lines right now, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. So I'd love for you to be able to um, call me. we got all open lines. Uh, usually at this time, um, right before Christmas, as I'm hosting the show, uh, I like to read uh, portions of Scripture that deals with the birth of Jesus in the Christmas season. And I just want to read to you from Luke chapter 2. And I hope that, uh, you know, Luke chapter 2 is a chapter, such a magnificent uh, account of the birth of Jesus, a magnificent story. And I pray that it never loses impact uh, with you. And I just want to read it to you once again, because maybe you're in your car uh, just uh, listening to the radio right now. Maybe you're at work or at home and and uh, you're preparing those last minute uh, things that you need to do before Christmas Eve comes. And I want to read you this story because we can't get so busy. Uh, we had our staff uh, luncheon today. Uh, it's kind of the last thing that's on the calendar before Christmas Eve services for us. And it seems like ever since, well, since September, uh, we've been so busy with doing things. It's been a tremendous blessing. We've been able to minister to a lot of people, but we've been doing conferences and, and um, children's festivals and uh, chili suppers and, you know, volunteer appreciation dinners and things like that. And it was just a time for the staff this afternoon for us to just have lunch together and and I was reading a portion of Luke chapter 2, 
And this is the portion that I want to read to you. While I'm reading it, we do have all open lines, 303-690-3000. Grab one of those open lines. Maybe you got a question or maybe you need prayer for your family this Christmas. And then the text line 720-336-0897. I'd love for you to text a, a question or a prayer request. But in Luke chapter 2, it tells us that there were in the same country, Luke chapter 2, verse 8, as shepherds living out in the fields watching over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. And then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you that you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. You know, one of the things I said to the staff, and I want to encourage you, that Mary, as Jesus was born, and she brought forth her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes. It tells us in verse 7. And she laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. And as Joseph and Mary would make that long journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem, it was difficult. It was long. But as they came into Bethlehem, uh, we're so familiar with it. We can picture it in our minds that the roads are jammed with travelers. There's no room in the ends. There's no room probably in, in the private homes of people. So somewhere on the edge of town in a little animal enclosure that the Savior of the world, God in the person of Jesus Christ was born in that little out-of-the-way insignificant place, but it wasn't insignificant. We know that Jesus sent his son to be born that night, and in the fullness of time that he was born of a woman to free us from the bondage of sin, as Galatians chapter 4 tells us. And the angels looked into the face of that little child, and they began praising God. And it's such a kind of a, a lone story in a way. You know, Jesus wasn't born in the palaces of Rome. He wasn't born, you know, even normally, Mary, um, that she would be one that would have other midwives around her and other women in the village that would be helping her. But here is Mary, of course, conceived of the Holy Spirit, um, and she would go with Joseph to Bethlehem because that's where God chose that the Christ child would be born. And it says that she brought forth her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and she laid him in a manger. And there is the Son of God as the angels looked into the face of God himself, and they begin to praise God, saying that glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. 
You know, the, the account here ends with Mary pondered all these things in her heart. And as I was expressing to the staff, and I want to express to you, we're coming to the end of a year. We're coming to, you know, the last few days of Christmas and preparations. But I pray that the Christmas story would never lose its impact on us, that once again we would slow down, we would ponder these things, we would think about these things, and that that we would just marvel once again that the incredible truth that God sent his son to this world, he loved us so much. You know, I think, Lord, why did, why wouldn't you just start all over again, just, just destroy the world? But uh, his purpose was to save us, to come to this world. And the purpose of the Christ child coming was to go to a cross and die for our sins. And I pray that never loses its impact. And that once again, in the moments that we get now, between now and Christmas, that we would stop and ponder these things. So I hope that's just an encouragement. I know I need to do that just to to stop and get alone with the Lord and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for Christmas. Thank you for the coming of your son uh, that you gave to us and the greatest gift that is given to us, and that is the gift of salvation. Hey, we got all open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line, 720-336-0897. Love for you to text a question Love for you to give me a call, ask a question, ask for prayer. Uh, there is a text question that did come in concerning Christmas. It says, did the wise man show up to worship Jesus on the night he was born? Someone told me that it was much later. I never heard that. And, um, you know, um, as you read that account in Matthew chapter 2, and I'm going to read some of it, that the wise men, the magi that came from the east, they came after the birth of Jesus, and it's pretty clear in the text. Now, in our manger scenes, you know, that we have, we have the wise men that are there. The shepherds are there. Joseph and Mary's there. The animals are there. And I always kind of tell people, kind of put the shepherds maybe on the other side of your room or, you know, the other side of the house, because they didn't come really till probably about two years later. And as you read it, it's pretty clear. So um, as I look at this, that after Jesus was born, it says after he was born. So right there in verse 1 of Matthew 2, in Bethlehem, Judea, in the days of Herod the king, that wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. And they were asking, where is he, king of the Jews? So they came, and it's interesting that a question was asked yesterday, what was the star of Bethlehem? And we know that the star appeared, and it probably, there's different debates from scholars. Was it a star that actually guided them from the east? These are men, wise men, magi, where we get our word magician, that probably came from that area of Babylon or from Persia. Um, They perhaps knew the prophecies of Daniel. Uh, Right now on our radio program, we're going through the book of Daniel. Um, And Daniel, of course, would speak about when the coming of Messiah the Prince would come. Maybe they were familiar with Balaam's prophecies that you read in Numbers chapter 25 that uh, that there is going to be, and let me read it to you so I get it right, uh, when he, in the book of Numbers, began to prophesy against Israel. And there's an interesting prophecy that's there. Let me pull it up for you. I believe it is Numbers chapter 25. And it says that I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob. A scepter shall rise out of Israel. 
So it speaks about a star. So maybe perhaps they were familiar with those prophecies and the star would prompt them to come to to Jerusalem. They came into Jerusalem looking for the star. And um, and as they did come into Jerusalem, they get um, asked by Herod the Great. We have in our manger scenes three wise men. And we know that three gifts were given to Jesus as you read the text. Uh, but we don't know. It's wise men, plural. Could have been two wise men. Could have been three. It could have been 50. It could have been 100. I personally believe that, um, and, you know, this is just my thoughts, that it was more than three. It was probably a few dozen wise men because it got the attention of Herod. He's wanting to know why they're there. And as he's, they said that we're here to worship the, the king, we've seen his star in the east and have come to worship. Of course, he then, Herod, would ask for the religious leaders, where is this Messiah you're supposed to be born? They quote from Micah chapter 5, verse 2, But you, O Bethlehem, the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, as you go and read the text. And then the wise men would see the star again. They saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, notice the house there, um, no longer in the um, in the manger, uh, no longer in the uh, animal enclosure, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And they opened their treasures. They opened present gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So here's the thing, that they came probably a year and a half, two years later. The child, they were in a house at that time. They would shortly leave after that as they would flee to Egypt. But these wise men were truly wise because they went to worship Jesus. And I think about that. It marvels me that they came all that way, made all that distance to to uh, come and worship the Christ child. It's the star. We talked a little bit about what was that star yesterday. But, uh, you know, it they would come, they would worship. And the religious leaders, who were only about 10 miles away from Bethlehem, didn't even check it out. And, you know, and I encourage you this Christmas Eve, take the journey, you know, go and be in fellowship with other believers. Go invite somebody out to Christmas Eve services. Take that journey to worship the Lord. And as you do that, you are truly wise. Hey, 303-690-3000 call in number, text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Goose Creek, South Carolina. John. John? Hey, um, thank you, yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Thanks for calling. I got a a, a prayer request. My next-door neighbor is a a very, very close friend of ours, and she's very ill with COVID right now. Uh, Lost her taste and smell, and and she's—I'm just really concerned about her. Yeah, absolutely. We will pray for her. COVID's still around. It's still affecting people. It's still—you know, we we hear about how RSV— in children, the flu is affecting a lot of people, and COVID is affecting a lot of people as well. So, Father, I pray for John as he prays for his neighbor. Um, very concerned for her. And, Lord, I just pray for uh, Doreen. I just pray that you would bring healing to her. I pray that you would minister to her body, that you just take this COVID away, that she get over uh, um, uh, this COVID. There would be no lasting long-term uh, uh, effect on her and um, and things like that. But Lord, I pray for blessing and healing 
uh, right now. And I thank you for John, who's concerned for his neighbor and concerned for her. And I pray that he would be a blessing to her and be able to just uh, not only help if he can in practical ways, but Lord, just to be able to build her up in spiritual ways. And so, Lord, we just lift up this precious, precious person to you. And we ask for your healing upon her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And uh, yeah. and also, I would love for for her to see God's healing power and know that there is power in prayer, and that God there, is is a, God is still a God of healing and still a God of miracles. Yeah, and what a great message to give to her at Christmas! You know that God wants to heal her, and I don't know if she's a Christian, but you know that this is an opportunity for you to to be able to speak that truth into her life. And that more importantly, if she's not a Christian, that, you know, and this is for everyone who's listening right now, that the ultimate healing that God wants to bring is to our hearts and to our souls. And to know that, you know, God is, you know, very compassionate. He's merciful. And he's merciful and compassionate in how he deals with us. He cares about us. But also just the ultimate healing taken place when we give our hearts to him and become a new creation in Christ. So, John, I'm gonna, we'll be praying for her, and, and uh, be sure, if you can, to follow up and how God's working in her life, if you have opportunity to do that. I can't wait to call back with a praise report that she's healed. All right. God bless you. Have a Merry Thank Christmas. You too. you too. You too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, tough time of the year. A lot of sickness going around all across the country, and and uh, but also you know Christmas. And I, I want to invite you to call in because we got all open lines right now. We're going to go to break here in a couple minutes, but take the time. I'd love to talk to you, especially before Christmas. I'd love to to wish you a Merry Christmas. I'd love to pray with you. I'd love to encourage you any way that I can. Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you, 303-690-3000. The call-in number to text line, 720-336-0897. Uh, but, you know, there's um, just to be able to uh, to express to people during this time uh, that as uh, it's a joyful time, it's uh, a time where we gather with friends and family, it's a time of presence, it's a time of baking, I know I'm looking forward to time with my family, but with other people too, it's also a very hard time. It's a very difficult time. And uh, maybe they're feeling alone, isolated, challenges that lie ahead, uh, feeling anxious. I think that ever since the last few years, ever since COVID, and even now that more people are more anxious, they're more discouraged, they're more confused, uh, they're more, you know, feeling depressed, defeated than ever before. And you and I as Christians, God wants to use this in this time and into the new year to be able to bring words of comfort, to be able to bring words of truth. Um, When people are confused, they're looking around and saying, is this what really is life is about? Where are we headed? To be able to encourage them um, in the things of the Lord and bring the gospel to them, the gospel of grace to talk to them about a God who has provided his only son. And that's why we celebrate Christmas and for the purpose of why Jesus came. And so um, just looking, uh, you know, just 
looking for that opportunity to minister to those and to pray for those. You know, it, a word of encouragement, write a note. To write a note to somebody, because we live in a world where we like to text and everything else, write a note, make some cookies, you know, reach out to them, bring them coffee, take them to coffee, and you will see that God will use it to bless so many people. Hey, we're going to go to break. Uh, we'll go to Rudy after the break. Rudy, if you can hang on. And then uh, we got open lines, got plenty of time for you to call in the show. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. And so love to talk to you, Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Grilly with you on Calvary Live on this Tuesday afternoon. And we're going to be right back after the break. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. Jeff Biggs at Calvary Chapel Greeley, Greeley with you, Northern Colorado, up here in Weld County, and uh, such a blessing. I just want to express, uh, as I think about another year of being able to host Calvary Live, and I'm very grateful to those who are behind the scenes that work so hard at Grace FM uh, and uh, help with the show and do so many other things. Very grateful for this ministry and very grateful for Calvary Church in Aurora uh, as the radio station presides uh, out of the church as a church-run ministry, and uh, very grateful for Pastor Ed Taylor, my good friend, who allows me to host on Mondays and Tuesdays, has entrusted me to host Calvary Live, to, and I'm very grateful. It's such a tremendous blessing, and I want you to know that. And I just want to thank you for your support this year. I want to thank you for um, just being uh, allowing me to be a part of your lives. So many people across the country, and you know, I was uh, talking with um, the producer here um, before the show and just expressing to him, just even last week, a couple emails that I got of those who are listening to our program and listening to Grace FM, and they were tremendously blessed. And and I really uh, am such a strong supporter of Christian radio. And I would just, as we've been talking about Christmas and ministering to others, but it's also as we come to the end of the year, um, consider giving to uh, the Christian radio network that you're listening to because it's so huge to have Bible teaching and shows like Calvary Live uh, going over the airwaves. And uh, I believe that so many are blessed that, uh, in ways that we don't always hear. Uh, but if you're listening to Grace FM, consider supporting them a year in gift uh, because it's a church-run uh, ministry. And uh, if you're listening to Hope or Truth FM, they're church-run as well. And uh, Bill Mar- Marlton, uh, uh, who uh, has a lot to putting Hope FM together and how it reaches an area of millions of people, uh, Philadelphia and Baltimore and those areas, consider uh, supporting Hope FM, a church-run ministry uh, radio station. Same with Truth FM. 
Higher Rock Radio, Radio by Grace. If you're listening on those radio networks, support them financially. And it's part of the work of the kingdom. And Paul, when he was writing to the Philippian believers, he was thanking them for their support. And he said, not that, you know, I, I seek the gift, but that I desire to see the fruit that abounds to your account. And as you invest in the kingdom of God, storing up your treasures in heaven, as you're investing in the things of the Lord, as the gospel goes forward on these radio stations that I just mentioned, um, there is fruit that abounds, and it goes to your account. So pray about how you might give the year in giving to those radio networks that you're listening to right now that are a tremendous blessing to you. And I just want to say that before we go to the phone lines uh, once again. I believe we got full lines, so let's go ahead and go to Rudy in Denver. Rudy? Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I would just like to good. ask a prayer for um, for the migrants that came into Denver, um, I guess fleeing Venezuela. I believe yeah. that's where they're coming from, but uh, I've been doing a lot of volunteers. I'm a city worker, so they're, uh, you know, they're asking for volunteers from the city, and as I'm you know, I've, I'm seeing smiles I've never seen from staff, you know, buddies of mine, and how giving and loving they are to these people. And just travel mercies as these people branch out yeah. to the states where they are headed to from here. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, and it's awesome. And I appreciate your ministry to them, Rudy. You know, one of the things, you know, it, it's a big controversy. It's in the news about the border issues and all that. But to put that aside, to, 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 Remember this, that these are real people, and a lot of them are coming from Central America, South America, where there's hardly any hope there. And I've been down in South America, in Peru, ministering uh, at the Calvary Bible Institute and uh, involved in ministry there, continuing to be involved. And we are supporting two church plants um, that have just begun, uh, one this year in Peru, another one uh, that's going to be in the Amazon. But as I was down there teaching the students down there, a lot of them were refugees coming into Peru uh, from Venezuela and just talking with them and those young people. Venezuela, at one time when I was in college 40 years ago, it was a wealthy nation. They produced oil. But all of a sudden, with the dictator and uh, the cartels coming in and having power, uh, that uh, socialism has taken over, that there's an 80% extreme poverty rate in Venezuela. So they were coming in just hearing their stories, uh, but yet here were those coming in desiring to give the gospel. And we have opportunities, Christians, uh, whoever it is, because— Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. That's from every nation, every generation, every ethnic group. The gospel is for them. And we have opportunity to minister to them and to reach out the love of Jesus Christ. And so, Rudy, I just want to encourage you in that uh, as they come forward and uh, to be able to, to minister in the ways that we can and opportunities for Christians to be able to do that as the Lord leads. So, Father, I thank you for Rudy. I thank you for his, as he works in Denver, as he's seeing their faces, their smiles, that he would be able to minister to them, maybe not being able to speak the same language, but Lord, somebody that is there to to just help with that. 
And Lord, we as Christians, that we would see people the way that you want us to see them um, through your eyes, because Jesus came and died for all of us. And I understand there's challenges and all that and, um, you know, what we're seeing. But for us as Christians, the eternal perspective, we don't want to lose. We don't want to lose the the uh, perspective that you have. So as you lead and guide, Lord, we want to be able to be a blessing to all nations, tongues, peoples, and and uh, we want to be able to give the gospel and love people, and Lord, to have an eternal perspective and values and views as we minister to others. So I thank you for Rudy and taking the time to do that, and Lord, to show compassion and to reach out and take care for others in a way that sometimes we, we may not think that we want to, but Lord, put that that into our hearts as doors are open for us to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hey, can thank I, you, my can friend. I, can I follow up on the prayer really fast? Sure. Just with, uh, there's, there's many that speak English, and as soon as I find that, I try to tell them, thank God, thank Jesus that you're here, and they, they just they brighten up with wanting to talk about God. So many of them, yeah. and I think that is, I had a good time. It was like, it wasn't too much. The, it wasn't enough time for me to want to talk to everybody. It was so cool. Yeah. And they have brought Jesus yeah. with them through many countries and how they got here. So thank you for the prayer, yeah. Pastor. You bet, Rudy. Keep being a light to them, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. I will. And Merry, Merry Christmas to you and your Christmas family. to you too and your family. Thank you, guys. All right. God bless you. 303-690-3000 call-in number. You never know how God wants to use you. And um, and just being open, Lord. Uh, I just I want to be a blessing. I want to be a light in my life. And, um, you know, sometimes Christians, when I read what they put on social media and, um, you know, the arguments, that, you know, they, they're looking at picking a fight all the time, you know, rather than give the gospel. You know, I don't want to pick a fight with people. I want to give the gospel to love people, to show compassion. And there are times, of course, yeah, that we're going to uh, stand firm. And of course we are in the truth of God's word and in life, um, in certain situations and circumstances. Uh, but we certainly have a lot of room uh, in our hearts and in our lives to be able to show the compassion and love of Jesus Christ to others. And that's what I'm trying to say. And just to pray about how the Lord might lead you in that. Well, let's go to Sarah in Armarillo, Texas. Sarah? Hello. Hi, Pastor. You're on, Calvary, you're on Calvary Live. So I have a prayer request. Two Sundays ago, my husband went to show me something on his phone, and porn had popped up. And it just broke my heart. And we got into a huge fight over it. And... Um, he goes, well, I wasn't cheating. And I said, but the Lord says that even to look is cheating. And I feel cheated on. And I, I'm just really hurt right now. And, you know, yeah, he doesn't want to really be with me. He just wants to be on his phone with his phone. And yeah. I'm just really upset it's about a, this. And, and I can understand where you're upset. And it's a real problem in our culture. It's poisoning so many, it's not just men, but it's also women as well. It's so easily accessible. Um, you know, just a touch of a phone, a touch of a iPad, whatever it might be. And it's poisoning so many. Um, and so many, unfortunately, are saying it's not cheating, it's not wrong, but it is an abomination before God. 
and to you know to be looking at those things um, is not honoring to God. And you know we're going to pray for him that God will convict him that he'll repent from that. Um, but it is a huge, huge problem in our nation and in our culture, and um, it's poisoning the lives of so many people that are watching it, young people, teenagers, young people, younger than teenagers, that find it. And anyone who says it's acceptable, um, there's a problem there. Um, They need to understand that it's an abomination to God. It's an abomination to, to, um, you know, to watch those things. And, um, and, you know, the Bible speaks a lot about it, Uh, what it is that we set on our eyes um, to the, things that are filthy, um, those things that are not honorable to the Lord. So, Father, I do pray. I just pray for Sarah. I just pray that her husband would understand that what he's doing is sin, that it is wrong, that he would make excuses. And I do pray for their marriage. I just pray that somehow that you would convict his heart, that he would understand that um, that these things are um, really an abomination to you. And, and Lord, um, it has affected so many people, destroyed so many marriages, uh, has destroyed, um, you know, the hearts and the souls of so many, poisoning them with these images. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would convict them. He would turn away and repent from it, that you would restore their marriage, that you would bring godly men into his life to speak truth. And Lord, that he would understand that the, the holy institution of marriage, of being faithful to his wife. And that means not just physically, but emotionally. It means in in the things that he sees and that he would be like one like David or like Job that says, I will not set any unclean thing before my eyes. So I just pray for this working at Christmas and in the new year, that you would convict them, that you'd bring him to that place of understanding that it is sin and I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Sarah, I'm Amen. so sorry. He'll be praying, okay? Thank you. All right. You bet. Absolutely. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Kathy in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Kathy? Yes, hi. I just hi, you're on Calvary to, Live. Um, go ahead. You go, you go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay. I'm sorry. I just uh, called in to encourage those who have, have lost loved ones. I just buried my husband on Saturday. And um, God always answers prayer, maybe not in the way that we hope for. But my husband is totally healed and sitting at the feet of Jesus. And I just want to encourage all those that, Love the Lord to reach out to those, uh, their church members, uh, for encouragement. My church has been awesome. Woodburn Baptist Church in Woodburn, Kentucky, has overwhelmed me with love and encouragement and support. And I'm just so thankful. I know this season's hard, but I also know how great my God is. Yeah. Kathy, I want to say, first of all, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, And I, I know that. Um, you express praise to God because you know that we have a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's not a dead hope. 
you're praising God because you've been surrounded by Christian brothers and sisters in a church that has loved you and helped you during this time. And the Bible says we weep with those who weep. We rejoice with those who rejoice. It, and it's so important, I tell people, be in a church. Be in a church where you have fellowship, where you have brothers and sisters that are praying for you, where you can serve others as well. But it's also, I know, a difficult time, especially as you um, you know, said goodbye to your husband, as uh, you said you buried him on Saturday, a week before Christmas, that this is also a time where you're grieving and you will grieve. And it's a it's a, a long journey, that grief that you're going through. But you can be comforted in knowing, because he is the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our tribulations, that he is with the Lord, and that there is uh, that hope that we have in Christ. And as Paul wrote to the church at Thessalonica, that we don't grieve as though we have no hope. Paul didn't say we don't grieve. He just said that we don't grieve as though we have no hope. And I want to pray for you, Kathy. And I just, you know, it's a wonderful testimony, but I also just want to pray for God's comfort uh, to be given to you. Um, I want to give thanks for, it's such a blessing to hear that at the Baptist church that you go to, that the Christians have surrounded you and blessed you. And that really is the body of Christ. That's how the body of Christ should be functioning. Um, to be able to to help those who are in need and who are sorrowful and and um, and so you know um, we just want to uh, express our sorrow as well for you and your loss, uh, but to also just be here to pray for you as Father. We do pray for Kathy as she lost her husband, um, and yet she calls praising you and thanking you for so many good years with her husband. And she can be thankful for that because it is a gift when we have a spouse that is a godly spouse that that we get to travel through life with. And every day is a gift. Every year, life is a gift because life is but a vapor. And Lord, to be thankful for every holiday that we have together, every day that we have together. But Lord, as she grieves the loss of her husband, I pray that you give her the comfort that she needs that you give her, Lord, the strength that she needs, and, Lord, that she would perceive your presence. And, Lord, as she cries out to you, that she would know that you're with her. And, Lord, I just pray that you would continue to bless this church that she belongs to. What a tremendous testimony of Christians who gather around a saint who has gone through loss. And I just pray that uh, you would bless this fellowship and the believers that are helping Kathy and Lord, um, that as uh, she continues day by day, just to receive your comfort and your strength and, and your care, that Lord, um, that you would just continue to guide her in every way. And Lord, um, I thank you for her call. Even though it's a difficult call, I thank you for her testimony of being thankful and goodness and eternal perspective in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kathy, for calling. You know, it's it's. I just want to kind of add this. Is it's not to totally get off subject, but I was thinking about Bowling Green, where you're calling from in that area, because it was a year ago that so many people went through loss when those yeah. tornadoes went through that area, and I believe there were several that were killed in Bowling Green, oh, and we were praying for you guys. Yeah, 
And it was just, um, it was a very difficult time. And, you know, you know, during right before Christmas and during this time, there are people that are going through loss. Matter of fact, uh, with your call, Kathy, uh, it reminds me of Sunday that I had, uh, two, um, widows that, uh, came to me and, uh, just talked with me and, uh, they had lost their husbands recently. So we're praying for you and, and, and to remember this, and you know this, Kathy, but I want to also just remind those who have gone through loss that when Jesus came, it was told to uh, Joseph when the angel came and announced that that your wife, your spouse wife, is going to bring forth the son, uh, that which is conceived in hers of the Holy Spirit. His name shall be called Jesus, that it might be fulfilled, as the prophet said, Emmanuel, which means God with us. And God is with you, Kathy. And he's going to continue to be with you, and he loves you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. And that goes with all who are going through loss right now. To remember this, Emmanuel, God is with us. And uh, and we can be very grateful for that. And I just want to, to pass that along to you. Um, and I thank you for your call. Thank you. Bless your ministry. Thank you very much. You bet. God bless you. God yes. <sighs> 303-690-3000, call-in number, text line 720-336-0897. Somebody texted in and said that they've been divorced going on seven years, and uh, kids are going to spend Christmas with their mother. Um feeling disappointed and just one at prayer and Lord is this one who has prayed, uh, asked for prayer, uh, feeling alone at Christmas, not having the children. And Lord, we just pray that you would, uh, minister your comfort to him. And Lord, um, I just pray that you would, uh, just help him to understand that you're with him, that you desire to minister to him. And I also pray for, his kids, um, Lord, that whatever, you know the situation, that you would minister to their hearts as well. So I just want to lift all those up right now who perhaps are feeling alone at Christmas, and uh, I just ask that you would just minister to their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. we got all open lines right now. Uh, if you have opportunity, give me a quick call. love for you to be able to do that. But in the meantime, I'm just going to continue to look at the text line and and uh, praying for somebody who wants, uh, we're going to pray for somebody. Stepmother found out she broke her foot in her leg and she's in the hospital having heart issues and a blood infection. So Lord, I do pray for this one who's called for uh, prayer for their stepmother. Uh, she broke her foot, uh, her leg, she's in the hospital having heart issues, blood infection, be with the medical staff, uh, be with the medical team ministering to her. I just pray that you would um, just uh, bless her, strengthen her, bring healing to her, and Lord, just help them minister to her in every way. And it's in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, we got a little bit of time, and uh, just want to once again I encourage you at this Christmas season and in this year to reach out and and minister to somebody, bless them, just help them, uh, just 
see how it is that you can be a light to others and and be able to bless them on this Christmas season. Um, I do want to remind you uh, real quick that here at Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado, we have three Christmas Eve services at noon, 2 o'clock, and 4 o'clock. So I'd love for you, if you have opportunity, to come join us. And then also on New Year's Day Sunday, the morning services, I'll be doing a prophecy update. We're going to talk about the second coming of Jesus Christ and the things that point to the soon return of Jesus Christ. The message is entitled, The Blessed Hope. And we have a blessed hope. What is it that we're really to be looking for in 2023? Uh, What is it that we're to be focused on? And we're going to talk about those things that will bring us comfort. We don't have to go into the new year uh, just troubled in our hearts. We don't have to go into the new year being afraid. But we can be comforted because we have the promise of the blessed hope and those things that are going on around it that point to the soon return of Jesus Christ. So if you get opportunity, check us out at Calvary Chapel Greeley. That's all one word dot org and love to see you come out Christmas Eve at two, four, six or the morning services on January 1st, 8, 9, 30 and 11 o'clock. Before we end, let's go to Sharon in Longmont. Sharon. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, you bet. Yes, I would like prayer requests, please. Or yeah, I make go ahead. A prayer request. Yes. <clears throat> my um, my daughter and um, three of her her daughters uh, have not had a relationship for a couple years, <clears throat> and of course that's changed the dynamics of our family. My granddaughters are Christian. Um, They love the Lord, and my daughter is also a Christian, so it's been extremely difficult. However, I think the Lord is—well, I don't think. I know He is healing um, all of us, including myself, because it's been very painful, of course, for me to see this. Um, Absolutely. So I would like prayer for that, but I also want to— the Lord directed me differently this year <clears throat> because we don't have the big family that we once had. And normally we have Christmas with our daughter and son-in-law. But this year, you know, I've really been praying uh, how the Lord could use me to minister to more people. And he really led my heart. <clears throat> and my husband is not a Christian, but he's agreed to do this to have Christmas, and we have a program in Longmont called Safe Lot. Uh And they have access to parking lots of churches. Um, There's a meal that is provided for them, and they can shower and take care of their personal needs. And then there's a security guard that comes through the parking lot to make sure that they're good during the night. Mm Mm-hmm. Sharon, I think I lost. Sorry, I think you were breaking up. So, oh, but you were sorry. you were talking about the ministry that you're going to do, and and I want to pray for your family. I'm so sorry for the relationships with you know daughter granddaughter, you know daughters being severed and strained. And I know God, His desires bring healing. We're going to pray for that. But I also want to encourage you as you sought the Lord. You know, as he is having you minister to those who have need um, this Christmas to provide a meal, uh, to be able to to clean up, uh, I do pray um, that you would just, you know, 
be a blessing and give you the words. And, and um, Father, I just thank you for this, Sister Sharon. Um, as we just got a couple minutes left, but Lord, uh, I just want to pray for her family. You know the hurt. You know the pain. As the relationships have been strained and severed, but Lord, you're the God of restoration and healing. And as there's been a mention of you're doing that work, that you would bring that work to completion, that bringing this family together, there'd be forgiveness, there'd be restoring of relationships, there'd be, uh, um, Lord, just clarity and understanding that would be brought and a desire to move forward together in your forgiveness and in your compassion and in your you know, in your love, Lord, I pray you would do that working, help Sharon to minister to her family the best she knows how. But also I pray for her and her husband as they minister to the homeless, because I know that there are many that they live in their cars. Um, and I pray that uh, they would be able to speak truth into their lives because you love them. You love those who are out on the street, who are living in their cars or living um, wherever it might be. And Lord, that um, you would just give her wisdom, that you just give her the right words to speak. And Lord, bless them this Christmas. And Lord, I just want to pray for everyone, Lord, this year, that Lord, that again, that we would just look how it is that we can reach others with the love of Jesus Christ and serving them and Lord, ministering to them and giving them the truth with love. So Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for the show. I thank you for sharing for others who have called, who, uh, Lord, are looking to you and trusting in you. And for all of us to remember that it was fulfilled. Emmanuel, God is with us and bless us this Christmas. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. You hear the music? Another wonderful time on Calvary Live. And I'll talk to you next time I'll be with you. Merry Christmas, everybody. been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.